Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Midday Joy. Joy with Unati. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Happy Women's Month, everybody. (laughs) Hi, Snow. Hi, how are you? We're great. How are you? I'm blessed. Thank you. I'm good. Welcome to Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Thanks for having me. You know, I believe in alchemy and as an African tradition, we believe in names and we've been looking up Allegra, obviously, and having great meaning when it comes to music, but also joy. And the name of my show is Midday Joy and you bring us great joy. I think we play you every single day. I get I get complaints and people say you love snow so much and we do. (laughs) That's funny. Thank you. When it comes to your legacy. We're celebrating 10 years of you releasing your debut album. Has it been everything that you expected the past decade in music? Uh, 10 years? Yeah. What do you mean? Didn't you release your debut album in 2010? Oh, that doesn't count. No, no, no. No, that's not my debut album. I was signed to like a label in Sweden that made me do things that I didn't want to do. So that's definitely not a part of my legacy. Okay. My, my, my legacy starts from There Will Be Sunshine, and then I drop Don't Explain, and then I drop Feels, and then I have Ugh, oh, Those Feels again. I love that. It's, it's, a, it's a journey we've, we've been on with you, and we've loved every single performance, from your more intimate ones to the bigger ones where you're performing for thousands and thousands of people. How easy is it for you to share the emotion, obviously, that you feel, and then you pen in composition, and then you relive every time you're on stage. Music is so personal to me. And yeah, I do really relive the emotions every time I perform. It's therapeutic for me. I know a lot of artists say that, but it really is. Sometimes it can be really hard. It depends on my mood. Sometimes I'm extra emo. and <laughs> But it's a part of my job. It is. And it's something that we obviously love. And we always speak of music being the gift that continues giving. Are there times where you don't feel like giving? No, I never feel that. I feel, you know, once you drop your music, it's kind of like it's not yours anymore. It's for the world. And they want to take it in and, you know, have their own meaning to your songs. Of course. And I kind of like that a lot because I don't like to over explain what my songs mean to me. Yeah. So I like to see uh, how the fans take it in. So, no, I love to give. Keep keep (laughs) on giving. (laughs) And and yeah, and please don't stop giving. And it's because of the experience that you had through music that we also get to enjoy you. You speak of experiencing music physically and you've made reference to Mariah Carey and how she captivated you physically and you wanted to be able to give that to other people as well and have the emotion of music carried through the airwaves. Apart from Mariah, as I mentioned, who else have you sought inspiration from sonically or in terms of writing? I'd say Whitney Houston, big inspiration, Michael Jackson, Prince, Stevie Wonder, Lauren Hill, Brandy is a big inspiration. Listen to Luther Vandross a lot, Aretha Franklin, Nina Simone. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole list, but those are some of them. What's beautiful in, in the artists that you mention, and I guess I'll single out Lauren Hill with this, is they're very melodic in their presentation and they're very sonic in their delivery. You move seamlessly through the musical aspects of your songs, but then you also get very rhythmical, which makes me imagine you someday giving us rap music. <laughs> I like, I wouldn't go that far for me start rapping but you know i like to use certain cadences sometimes in my music you yeah. know um, whatever feels right and natural honestly i don't overthink it it 
sometimes a melody just comes to me and it's a little bit faster than yeah. usual. As long as it just feels natural, that's how it's always going to be with me. I'm not going to do anything uh, forced. And I think I think the great the great musicians who speak so profoundly of you today feel that in you. It must be a great feeling to have the likes of Pharrell, Maxwell speak so highly of you, but also do renditions of the songs that we love also very much. Common, having written a verse on, on one of your songs, can you take us through that experience? It's always happened organically. I know Common really well. He's like family. Oh, wow. As musicians, we can't deny the evolution that we go through as women as well. And that obviously forms part of the story writing and the composition. It speaks of your earlier influences about self-discovery, overcoming fear. Have those mm -hmm. themes changed or evolved as you've grown as a woman, as an artist, as a composer? Yeah, I've definitely grown a lot as a person. I've been going through a lot this journey. As yes. we mentioned earlier, I did start music super early. I was yes. 13 when I first time. And you know, I've done the whole thing. You know, I met people that me over, like signing contracts without a lawyer. Yeah. That's why I said to you, I didn't want to, that doesn't represent me because I wasn't allowed to be me. Yeah. I've evolved a lot, but my worry has always been with me. I'm a worrier, also a warrior. So, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's actually a lyric also that I'm using in uh, something coming soon. I, we got, can't wait. You got a little sneak peek. <laughs> But uh, the thing is, now I'm very blessed because I work closely with my family. My manager is my cousin. I've uh, known her since I was two years old. Yeah. No, she's not me. She's, she was two years old. She's two years older than me. Sorry. Uh -huh. I've known her my whole life. <laughs> she's known you your whole life. <laughs> yeah, I've known her my whole life. So that is very, you know, that's helped me a lot to not worry as much because I have a hard time trusting people. Understandably. That's something that really uh, yeah. uh, stuck with me after everything that I went through. Yeah. Not trusting people and I'm just cautious. I've evolved a lot and I've become more fearless, I would say, and I've become more free. I've become more open. And we appreciate that and we can feel that. Would you say geography also is an influence in your sound or how you're feeling or just the influences that you hear around you? I mean, Sweden, Definitely. LA, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> your, your heritage as well. <laughs> yeah. No, all of it obviously is a part of me and I'm a product of all of that. I think being Iranian, knowing such a beautiful poetic language that I'm so blessed to know that the older I get, I'm just so astound over how beautiful the language is. Yeah. You know, I just I listen to a lot of poetry in Farsi. My mom writes a lot of poetry in Farsi. She That's reads. beautiful. And then Sweden, you know, the gloom, yeah. uh, the melancholy. And then I did live a few years in London as well. And, you know, I love the rain over there. It influenced me. And now being in L.A., you know, it's very sunny and happy here. I kind of have to, like, create a mood when I make music. It's not my vibe to, like, be like, oh, I'm so jolly and happy and <laughs> it's sunny. <laughs> it's not, like, the vibe for my music. So yeah. I usually create a mood, like I write a lot after the sun goes down. And when I'm in the studio, I have a kind of like moody in there. And I, I love the sun. I love living here. Yes. I love enjoying the sun. But just sometimes for my writing, I don't know. I just love all the variations of this. What What's interesting to me, you mentioned your mom and obviously the, the music she played for you as a child influenced you. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. you also mentioned that she, she writes poetry and I honestly believe mm -hmm. that's why I became a composer as well, because my mom used to read poetry to me every single day. And obviously we live what we learn and we learn what we live. How else has she influenced you? Because you do mention her a lot and very fondly. Your your voice becomes extra tender when you say my mom. <laughs> 
Yeah, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her and all the sacrifice she made. You know, even times where I maybe was doubting myself, she would always push me, almost wanting this for me more than I wanted for myself. So yeah. I'm forever grateful for that. And yeah, she would play a lot of, when I grew up, she would play Shirley Bassey a lot, more than Persian music, which was kind of rare because a lot of Persian families, they blast Persian music all the time. I almost wish she did that more as well. But yeah, I had Shirley Bassey influence coming from her. And that's somebody I, I kind of dug into more as an adult. Yeah. I wasn't so the music as a kid now I, I get it why she was like obsessed with it because I'm obsessed with it now. because Bessie you know is grown folk music <laughs> <laughs> it's for the grown woman we're grown, now. we're grown now Snow we're grown we're grown we're still in love with 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 ah those feelings again you know we're still obsessed with whoa ah, we're still feels. obsessed with exactly but you you're giving us a new offering and it's so exciting how how different is it from last year's release? Because we can't let go of that. Who told you you who told you I got something new this year? It sounds so beautiful. Was I not meant to say that? <laughs> I'm obsessed with it already. I've dropped one song this year. Yes. Yeah. And we know um, it's for a forthcoming album. <laughs> I haven't I haven't confirmed that, but I'm working on new music for sure. We would like to conspire and encourage the universe to be even more alchemic when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, please tell us about the new single. I wrote and recorded it back in January. Yeah. As I said, I don't like to over explain what, what, what it, you know, what it's, I think it's kind of self-explanatory. It is, and I'm it's raw, and it's beautiful, and it's intimate. <laughs> Thank you very autobiographical in my style of writing. And I just leave it to the fans and, and let them think whatever they want about it and feel it the way they want to. But yeah, I wrote and recorded it then. And I felt like, yeah, that was the one I felt like I wanted to drop first. And we did a video in the middle of quarantine here, super small team. We were out here in LA, yeah. outside of LA and shot it and kept it safe. As I said, a small team. And yeah, it was crazy that we could accomplish that during it with all the limitations that we had. And there are limitations and the limitations to how you express yourself and your energy. We no longer can perform in front of crowds. Have you had to reimagine yourself in the new dispensation that is indefinite? Yeah, I, I think about it a lot and I'm hopeful for the future, but it is very crazy. Right now I'm thinking like, how, how is it going to work? Like. Yeah. Sure, people are going to wear masks for another good one or two years. I don't know what's going to happen next year. I know there's not going to be any shows until next year, at least. Yeah. Maybe we need to start with shows outside and keep it safe. I don't know. Uh, it's not up to me, but I cannot wait to perform. You know, that's all I have to say. I miss, I miss performing. I miss it too. And I, I get that. As an African people, we strongly believe in, in names, and I alluded to Allegra having a musical connotation, but also the Italian de derivative of it, meaning joy. Snow is, is a beautiful name, Allegra as well. We believe that yeah. in, in African culture, our names guide us or they protect us. How do you carry your names and, and how do you want us to receive them? My legal name now is Snow. Allegra is just artist name. It's not my real name. And I chose that name because of the meaning, joyful. I was going through a lot in my life 
had a kind of rough and I wanted to bring in good energy into my life. I believe strongly in the energy of words. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that into my life and I did. Slowly, you know, believe it or not, the things started to change for me. I kind of drew in this new energy into my life. I shortly after then met Prince and a lot of things changed in my life with my name changed. So yeah, I, I believe in that. What's, what's interesting is we believe in that too and we follow our dreams and we interpret them vividly. Is, is, it a, is it a safe space that you go to often? I strongly believe in energies That's some, and my intuition with energies and I put energy into my songs as well. I think it's, it's important. I'm a spiritual person so that, that's always going to be key for me. What dream do you have for yourself in the future? I want to be happy. Oh. I think it's important. I want to have a family. That's what I dream of. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. And, and you know, people... And, people... and, and health, for, for health and happiness for everybody I love in my family. That's the most important thing for me. That's absolutely beautiful, Snow. And, and from your lips to God's ears, and we wish you an infinity of blessings. And thank you for dying for your love. And, and we hope uh, to experience more of you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Snow. Thank you. We're truly honored and thank you for your time. And on behalf of Kaya FM and the Afropolitan family that is around the world, we thank you for your music and we ask you to continue giving us the gift that keeps on giving, which is indeed music, the universal language of the world. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too. Midday Joy with Unati, 12 to 3 p.m. On Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.